What's going on everybody and welcome back to another episode of Sophisticated Ignorance. I am your host, Slim Flyguy DY, the Prince of the Six, Diaz York. And without further ado, you know how I like to do. Let's go ahead and give ourselves a round of applause. Oh, turn me up! Okay. I don't know why I messed with the volume. But... Nonetheless, hope everybody's doing well. Hope everybody's staying safe. Hope everybody's masking up. I hope everybody's um, taking care of one another. Um, we live in, in strange times. We live in, in strange times. Um, I had a, this is a redo of the episode, um, be, just because the other one I wasn't in the mode. You know what I'm saying? Podcast mode is a thing. It's like album mode. You know, it's like when you're in album mode. I'm sure. Artists who are who have made albums are, you know, in album mode and they just want to record and they're just in a zone. It's the same with podcast mode. So it's the same as doing a podcast. Like you have to get in that mode and get in the zone of doing it. And um, yeah, so this is this this is yeah this is this is a real thing. And um, I'm excited to redo this episode because. The other one, I just didn't have enough energy for it. I was emotionally drained. I was physically drained. I'm still drained. And my shoulder hurts. And my back hurts. And my knee hurts. And I have bad allergies. So I'm already winning. I'm winning. Doesn't feel like it. But I'm winning, dude. I'm winning. I get to wake up every morning and do this. But nonetheless, um, this past week's been very emotional, man. I lost one of my uh, good friends. His name's Kaysen Parker. Um, great guy, great dude. Um, it was just senseless. Um, yeah, it just sucks, man. You know, you gotta, I just, and then the week before, or I think two weeks before, maybe a week before, I lost my uh, my other friend. So, yeah, two, two in a row, uh, two within two weeks of each other, which is crazy to even say or to even still think about. Um, but my prayers are with his family. Um, this episode is, is obviously dedicated towards those guys and towards Kaysen and towards his people. I went to the um, his candlelight on Friday. Uh, me and my boy O'Shea, we went. And um, it was a beautiful thing to see, man. It was just a lot of people. It was so many people, dude. I couldn't even find a place to park. That's how many people. Like, people parked. So there's a live. So it was at Liberty Park. For those, it's in Renton. It was at Liberty Park. <clears throat> And Liberty Park is like obviously a park, but it's there's a library on the other side of the park, so you can park at the library and then walk to the park. Um, and people had to park there and walk to the um, the candlelight or the vigil um, to just to see the event, and it was just so beautiful. It was packed. It was. At least I'd probably say an estimate. It was way more than 50 people. I'd probably say anywhere from about 150 people to close to about 175. So in within that range, I think. Now, am I doing a head count? No. Am I a teacher taking attendance? Absolutely not. This is not the time or place to take attendance. Because honestly, even if it was five people, I it, it, the, the number of people didn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Um, But nonetheless... It was a beautiful thing to see how many lives um, 
he's touched and how many lives he's impacted, including my own. Um, you know, the family held it together. They kept it strong for everybody, you know, and we can, I can only imagine what they're going through just because they lost a brother, cousin, son, grandson, nephew, um, uncle, you know, they just lost a family member and one that was young and you'll never be able to get that time back. And, um, yeah, so this episode is dedicated to him and to his people. Um, but yeah, it was just a beautiful, beautiful thing to see, you know, and people spoke and shared words and I was, I was touched and moved by them because it reminded me that I needed to keep doing what I was doing. In case it was a fan of the show, he had some recommendations and some suggestions that I was looking forward to, looking forward to pursuing and giving him an update on some of the things that I was doing pertaining to the show and, um, you know, it's just, it sucks that he has to go, and, you know, I don't want to be cliche or corny, you know, people, I'm not saying what they said was corny, but it was kind of corny, because, you know, they're like, it's not goodbye, it's just see you later, but I'm like, yeah, but how long is that see you later? When you say see you later, it's like, okay, yeah, yeah I'll see you later, see you around, like, I'll, like, I plan on seeing you again, um, well, he's passed away. I don't know if when you plan on seeing him again. Like, I don't think people are going to jump off. Like, I know I'm taking this too literal, but I know, it's a, I know it's a figure of speech. Like, oh, I'll see you when my time comes around. You know, I'll see you again. But, um, yeah, man. It was just a sad thing. It was a sad thing to go through. And it was just sad. It was just sad. The atmosphere was sad. Um, it was cool, but it was cool. It But it wasn't cool... Seeing people that I went to school with. I didn't like that. Here's why I didn't like that. I grew up with the people I went to school with. Uh, didn't want to see them no more. Tired of seeing you. Um, it's sad that that event brought us together to see their faces again. But um, it, was, it's, it was just sad that that had to happen. That that event is what made everybody come back together. Um, <clears throat> and somebody, the people kept asking, why does a killing have to unite people? Well, it's more, it's a community thing. You, somebody dies in your community, somebody passes away in your community, and everybody know them, knew them, and everybody loved them. It brings everybody together. Um, yeah. There's two things I think that could bring people together, and that's death and money. So those two things will bring people together all the time. But, yeah, Kaysen was just a great, 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 great dude. Great dude, he will be missed. He's all he, he will be forever immortal. He's forever loved, and um, it sucks. It sucks. But back to I, I don't want to be sad, you know. But back to seeing the people from my school. <sighs> Didn't want to see him. There was one person I was looking forward to see. There were some people that I saw. I didn't speak to him because you know why? Because I don't speak to people that I see all the time. I've seen you for the past, some people the past 12 years, 13, if you want to count kindergarten, and then the other people for the past seven, six, seven years. I don't want to see you no more. I've seen you actually too much. Excuse me. I've seen you for too long. And is that wrong for, of me? No. Because I'm always right. And it's funny how people just 
that they expect you to say hi. You know what I'm saying? And I always tell people, I have like seven friends. Latea, Adonis, O'Shea, Jermaine, Chancellor, and Terrence. That's seven. I counted seven. So, and Terrence is my cousin. Also my best friend. But nonetheless, my cousin. So, that tells... All those guys are my best friend. But that tells you, I only talk to seven people on a day-to-day. Now, that's fine with me. I don't want to have 30 million friends. I feel like if you have too many friends, you have too many problems to worry about. And I like to keep my problems very limited. Because I live a nonchalant lifestyle. I don't worry about nothing. I don't stress about nothing. And anything's out of my control, I don't worry about it because it's not in my control anymore. So why worry about something that I can't control? Makes no sense, right? It's like crying over spilled milk. It already happened. You can't control it. Just wipe it up and keep moving forward. So, with that being said, I didn't want to see everybody. Now, I knew everybody was going to be there, but was I going to talk to everybody? No. I like to grieve alone, dude. I like to be in my own head, and I like to think about the time I had with him. That does not mean I want to talk to you about the memories of this man. It's not what that meant. I don't want to talk to you, period. You know? Because we for damn sure wasn't talking after everybody graduated. So why in the hell did you think that this event, this sad event, was going to make me talk to you again? Uh, no. Wasn't even close, dude. I didn't want to talk to you guys. And that's no knock to you guys. I'm just not friends with you guys. You know? And like I said, it's a, it was a... Throughout the years I went to school, it was a, a professional relationship I had with people. That's all it was. And I'm going to call it that. That's a politically correct way of saying, you were only an associate to me. You were nothing more or nothing less. These are the people that I would never ask money from or I would never take a bullet for. So, with that being said, what makes you think that I'm going to talk to you ever again? Not going to. And you might think that's rude. It's not. Because I'm telling the truth. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm saying what's in your head. I'm, I'm, saying, I'm telling the world and people that, look, this is not going to happen ever again. And that's fine. Like I can live my life knowing that I will never talk to some people from high school ever again. And that was like the point of like graduating and going your separate direction. Like, I don't want to be stuck in, like, if I look at people from high school, it reminds me of high school. Like, I don't want to keep being reminded of the times I didn't like renting high school. Ah, granted, the people is what made high school for me. And at the end of the day, Renton wasn't a bad school. It just wasn't my first school. I always say this on the show. Renton was never my first option. Like, I wanted to go to O'Day in Cleveland. Like, those were my first two options. How did I go to Renton? I have no clue. But, that was, like, like yeah, which wasn't my first option. So, I don't know why, when I see your face, Renton High School. And just, oh, God, man, just, people are so annoying. Like, you know, dude, I don't know, man. Look, people are annoying. And they're just annoying. 
And people wonder why I don't talk to people. Are you always looking mad? I don't want to talk to you. I have nothing to say to you. Why do I have to be so damn jolly for? For what? Because you're jolly? I'm supposed to be jolly? Dude, I don't give a damn if you're jolly. That ain't got nothing to do with me. Like some days I just don't talk because there's nothing to say. Or you're not talkative as usual because there's nothing to say. Maybe I talk too much. That's the problem. And like I said, there's some people that I would like to talk to again because we had good relationships and I would like to reconnect. And that's about 15% of the population of Wren High School that I graduated with. The other 85, I can give two you-know-whats if I ever talk to them again. Because I don't care about the relationship that we had. That was expendable. If they were like, I hate you, Diaz, jump off a cliff. Uh, I hope people tie cinder blocks to your ankles. I would be like, okay, cool. And I would go about my business. <laughs> I wouldn't, genuinely wouldn't care. And I think people have to understand that. And it's okay to have those type of relationships and to say that stuff. Like, why is everybody so like sugarcoating everything? I didn't want to say that because I didn't want to hurt feelings. You're not hurting feelings. If they get offended, that's on them. If you're going to say something, obviously don't say nothing towards them. But if you're making a general statement and it hurts their feelings, dude, you did nothing wrong. Don't ever feel like you got to like, you know, walk on eggshells when you're talking to people. That's why I don't like talking to certain people because I was, and this is a prime example. Not even like not talking to certain people. That and also this. This is an example. So I went to go shopping last week, last Tuesday. Or this week's Tuesday. I'm, this is Sunday. But whenever you listen to this, it was a Tuesday. So I went shopping on a Tuesday. And I'm like, okay, cool. I just want to know if people want to go shopping with me. So I asked my sister. I asked Cheyenne. I said, hey, would you, do you want to go shopping with me? You know, she was just trying to find... She was trying to find a way to say no. She's like, I had, I have my kindergartners. I said, okay. Like, okay, do you still want to go? You know what I'm saying? And Because it didn't answer my question. I didn't ask you if you had your kindergartners to attend to. I asked you if you wanted to go shopping. And I hate saying no for another person. Because closed mouths don't get fed. So just tell me no. Just tell me I can't. Sorry. I have school whatever work just say that call my sister she said no she didn't say she didn't even say no i said it's okay to say no i asked my mom my mom had to watch the dog so like it's okay to say no to people you don't you don't have to feel like if you say no you're hurting their feelings if that makes sense like you're not hurting anybody's feelings if you say no i say no all the damn time because you know why because it's how i'm feeling if you say, hey, you want to go jump off a cliff? You're not going to sit up here and say, ma, you know, I got work the next day. You're going to say no. You know, you're going to say no. You're not going to sit up here and act like I want to jump off a cliff. You're going to say no. And that's totally fine. I expect you to say no if I ask you to go jump off of a bridge. You say no. You don't give me a run around talking about some, ah, scratching your head and looking off into space. Just say no. I will accept it. Because you know what adults do, dude? They say no. And I don't even know. People be like, what's an adult conversation? That's like a good question. I'll answer it for you. This is what I think an adult question is. It just means being brutally 
honest. I feel like an adult conversation is just you being honest and you saying what's on your mind. Not no hold, no bars hold, no hold bars, whatever. You just say it. And the person that you said it to has to live with it. You know, it's not a maker, it's not a deal breaker for some people. For me, it's not a deal breaker. I genuinely could care less if you were to say no. And guess what I did? It didn't stop me from not doing something. You know, like me, them saying no to me did not stop me from going shopping. I went shopping by myself and I had a good time by myself. Like none of that mattered. I don't even know what I did afterwards. What did I do after I went shopping? What did I do? I went to go get food and then it was Tuesday. I'm trying to remember the event. I went I went shopping. I went to Bellevue. I went to go get food. Oh, I went to my auntie's house. That's what I was like. I did something afterwards, but I couldn't remember the action that I what I did afterwards. That's what I did afterwards. And um, yeah, dude, like look, you could tell me no, man. I don't care. My mom would tell me no. My dad would tell me no. Like no's no. And no does not necessarily no was not a bad thing. No doesn't have a negative connotation. Depending for me, it just doesn't. Depending on the question I ask, you know, it's not even negative. It's just a it's a expression. Like yes is an expression. No is also an expression. Like look, if I were to ask a girl out and she says no, okay, that's fine. You don't want to go out. Totally fine. You know what I'm saying? But I wonder. What is the appropriate number to ask? So if a girl asks, so if you ask a girl out and she says no, what is the appropriate number to be like? Let me ask other girls to see. You know, like let's say like you're at a mall and you're like, okay, I'm, a, I'm this girl looks cute to me. I'm gonna ask her if I could take her out later on, and she says no, which is understandable. Um, it says no. You just no. What is the number? Like, do you stop at one or do you go, like, you keep moving on? Because that same girl's going to see you again if she's in the mall, right? And if she sees that you're talking to other girls, do you look down bad? Now, I wouldn't care. First of all, I wouldn't even... It depends on the person. And also, it depends on the environment. If you're at South Center, I'm never asking you out on a date. Ever in my entire life. And that's no knock to people that work or shop at South Center. Actually, it is a knock if you shop at South Center. Just go to Bellevue. Bellevue is a way better mall. It's better mall. You know, so... And I'm a Bellevue for rich people. It's not for rich people. Like, you just... You just shop. It Literally, you shop. No one's saying you have to get the same stuff as these folks get. You just get... You just... You just... You just, you just go get what you want to get. Get what you can afford. Like, what? And I'm in... It has more of a variety. Like, South Center has no shoes. Like, they have no shoes. I went to South Center. They had no Air They had no Air Force Ones in all of the three shoe stores. I feel like I said this before, but I probably posted it on my social media. So, it's different. I, I said, I said, I shared the same sentiment out in public. But nothing is in South Center. It's the biggest mall in the state of Washington. Arguably the worst mall in the state of Washington. It's just terrible now if you're like me you wouldn't mind making the drive 
I didn't make. I went to Factoria. I didn't mind making the drive out to Factoria to get some stuff from Nike. I didn't want to go to Auburn because I know Auburn is ransacked. Everybody lives in the South. That's the misconception. This is it's a misconception of because it's out in Bellevue or it's out in Seattle, it's more expensive. When realistically, it's the same thing, and you're better off going to a stores in Bellevue or in Factoria because no one goes out there. When I went to the mall. It was so quiet. You know, obviously, it was a Tuesday, but it was so peaceful, dude. There was no one there. Like, there was a lot of inventory. There was a lot of stuff. If you go to Auburn or South Center, there's low inventory. That's why they don't have anything because everybody goes there. I get it. It's the biggest mall in the state, but everybody goes there. I try to go away from the people. And I go places that I want to see and that I want to be around in my environment. You know, you want to be a product of your environment. If all you see is just the same people over and over, you don't you don't learn anything new about you or your environment or how you will adapt or grow in your in, in, in a particular environment. So when I go to Bellevue, it's nice. And I've always been a respectable guy. Yes, ma'am, no, sir, if I don't know your name. If you don't wear a name tag on your forehead or on your right on your right chest. I don't know, and you're, you are a yes ma'am or a no sir, and that is the most respectable thing. People think, oh, you're so old. I'm old for saying yes ma'am and no sir. Huh? No respect. Any, uh, no respect. You don't have respect for anybody if you don't say yes ma'am, no sir, and you don't know their name. So, you're a yes ma'am, you're a no sir, you're I excuse me, pardon me, excuse my reach, whatever, respectable, pardon me, I all the time. All the time. All of the time. You know? I don't beat around the bush when it comes to respect. And cause I'm, a, I'm a big proprietor on people that, oh, respect your elders. But if they're being disrespectful, all that goes out the window. Because I'm not respecting you no more. If you disrespect me, why am I giving you the same respect? That makes no sense. This is not a, because I'm older, I've earned it. The hell does that mean? That doesn't mean, that doesn't mean anything. And that means absolutely nothing whatsoever, dude. Nothing whatsoever. And that's totally fine if people feel that way. You can feel that way. Respect your elders. I do respect them. Why would I respect them? I don't know why we... Why is that a saying? I'm upset. You know why I'm upset? Because I watched this guy's TikTok. I'm upset because I watched a TikTok of this guy. I got to shout him out because... And yeah, yes, yes, yes. I don't know if I said it on the show, but yes, I have a TikTok now. Follow me. Diaz York, all lowercase, D-E-E-S-Z-Y-O-R-K. No, I haven't made any TikToks yet because I don't know how to make one, but I got to shout this guy out. I was watching his TikToks, and I can see how it gets so addicting. His name is Joe Bartolozzi. Barta, yeah, Bartolozzi. Hilarious. Hilarious. And guess what? He he's saying everything that I'm thinking, everything that I'm thinking about watching when I watch these TikToks. He's saying everything. Me and him, the same. And guess what? White guy. We're the same person. We're the same guy. You know? I don't know, man. All I know is I'm done shopping at South Center. South Center is just so. Ugh. Like I'll make the drive. Like don't don't even like for me. I'm not making a drive, but don't worry about it. It'll be more for me. 
more for me. And they got and they're just stuff so organized. Like when I worked there, I was working out there at one point in time. They would pick up the leaves from the parking lot parking lot garage, dude. They wouldn't even let it get dirty. They wouldn't let it get dirty. There was no trash. There was none of that stuff. You go to South Center's parking lot, there's trash everywhere. There's like they picked up the leaves. Like Around the clock, and I'm just like, this is this is what a respectable establishment looks like and how it's supposed to be ran. I don't know who owns Bellevue Mall. We can look that up. We can look that up. I know it's like one person who owns the mall, so we gotta look that up. Um, who owns Bell? Who yeah? Who owns Bellevue Square? What? It says Bellevue Square owner. Uh, Kepper or Kemper Freeman Jr. said it took 12 years of coaxing J.C. Penney out of his longtime home and only 30 days to lease out a large uh, space to specialty uh, specialty retailers. Once the retail giant retail giant finally uh, uh, did agree to leave, I had a hard time reading that. I had an aneurysm. It's a development company. Um. The mall has over 200 retail stores with anchors, Macy's, and Nordstrom. The mall is beautiful. It's really nice in there. Um, the people that shop in there, obviously, are nice people. You know, they're just nice. I don't know why we feel black people feel like we're not welcome in these places when they're put there for everybody. Who cares if they, have, if they look at you wrong sideways or whatever? Who gives a damn? And I get And like I said, I get it. Trust me. I've been racially profiled before all the time. But if you go in there not looking suspicious, guess what they're going to say? Nothing. And if they just racially profile off of you not looking suspicious, then you're then they're just racist. But if you go in there looking suspicious and shady, they're going to do they're going to be like, "What the hell? Why is he looking? Why is he coming here looking suspicious? What's going on?" So, you know, I say what's up to all the security guards. How you doing? Oh, how you, I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm doing great. And keep it pushing. You gotta play the game. If you say hi, if you say hi to the security, you're not a threat no more. Because they know you, you said what's up, you spoke, and that was it. Then you can shop in peace. You say what's up to the people, to the management. Then they know that you're welcome. If you don't say anything, you come in there loud, ignorant, obnoxious, then it becomes a problem. Then they're gonna ask you to leave. That's that's the next step. Well, I don't wanna leave, don't touch me, it's public. You're the problem now. You see, you cause the problem. Don't cause the problem. Be a part of the solution. I'm starting to get tired, y'all. I took, I took two Benadryls. Cause my allergies, they whip my ass. So, here I am, I, um, yawning and excuse me for yawning. I get my butt kicked by them. But no, in all honesty, we have to stop acted funny you know we have to act yeah we have to stop acting funny style and we have to stop shopping at south center because there's nothing in south center and everybody's like oh but south center south center is what it's good for jc pennies and stuff and nothing here's the thing i was talking to myself about this when i was um getting my clothes together to do some laundry i was like why do guys care about i get the women 
Because women actually pay attention to detail when it comes to certain stuff. And I also think, guys, fellas, if you're listening, we need to adopt female mannerisms when it comes to certain stuff. Or womanisms, or I don't even know. We need to adopt their characteristics and their traits when it comes to certain things. Prime example, speaking up for your food. If you know the order is wrong, go back in there and tell them the order is wrong. And get your stuff. Uh, don't walk away. If you don't, if you can't find, you don't drive off. If the if the order's wrong, go back and get the food that you ordered. That's one. Two. If you don't know, ask for help. Women love asking for help. They're like, yeah, I don't know where this is at. You, you mind helping me? It's harmless. And first of all, if you're in an establishment, a retail store or any store, period, it's their job to help you. Why wouldn't you ask for help? That makes absolutely no sense. Ask them for help. It's their job. But I also hate a, a person that says it's their job and leaves trash all over the place. Don't be that person. Don't be like, well, it's their job to clean it up. But also, also, you wouldn't do this at your house. You know, because technically it's not your house. It's your mother's house or your father's house or your parents' house. And you're just living there. And you wouldn't dirty it up because it's their house and it's their job to clean up their house. You wouldn't do that. While you're in a guest in an establishment, you wouldn't just leave it dirty just because. It's wrong and you shouldn't do stuff like that. You shouldn't just say, well, because it's their house. No, I don't want to hear it. Because it's just their house. Or it's their job. And I'm going to leave it dirty so they can clean it up. No. I should smack you. I should smack you. What do the five fingers say to the face? Slap. Dave Chappelle show. Watch that. Maybe don't watch it. I don't know. It's, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Whatever Dave wants when pertaining to that show, we... You know, we don't watch it or we do watch it. But anyway, um, what was I even saying? I just got so off track because it just happens to me. Um, yeah, but okay, back to yeah, the mannerisms. Second thing, ask for help. The third thing, we got to stop. Like, I asked my mom before I started recording. I said, look, it does, is it important that you get name brand underwear? Or that you just get the basics, comf- underwear, and she was like, "To women, it matters because women look at the way it makes them feel, and this, that, and the third. If it's cotton, polyester, and bras and stuff, so women have more. Women pay attention to detail way more than guys do, and everybody knows that. That's why I'm saying we need to pay more attention to certain things, so we wouldn't be so stupid and be like, "Oh, I didn't even know," you know, you know, but. So for me, I have to buy a lot. I have to buy new underwear. I've been putting it off so long, but now I have to buy new underwear because I'm tired of looking at the same underwear all the time. And I have no problem with it, you know what I'm saying? But for me, I'm not gonna just buy just one pack. I might buy like two or three because I need new underwear. And um, and I'm like, does it matter if I get Polo or Hilfiger or Calvin Klein? And the answer is, guess what? Drum roll. The answer is no, it doesn't matter. Fellas, we have to stop being like, I got to get the polo because no, 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 no. 
Don't get Polo that's $45. Just go ahead and get you a regular Hanes Fruit of the Loom. It personally, because I've had Polo underwear, it's the same. It's the, literally the same material. It feels the same. It works exactly the same. All that it is doing is just you're putting it on. It's underwear. The same with socks. I don't understand the whole hoopla about Nike socks and non-Nike socks. I actually need to get new socks too. I just might go get some new underwear, period. From Target. Like nothing is wrong with getting socks that are not name brand socks. At the end of the day, they are socks that doesn't matter. You get you a pack of 20 pair of socks, Hanes, for dirt cheap. Dirt, dirt cheap. You know, and it doesn't matter. They get holes in them. Guess what? You get more socks. It doesn't matter. They're just socks. That's all that matters. They're just underwear. You don't have to get new under. Like, we have, we have to stop being so picky. Like, it doesn't matter what kind of underwear you have. You know? We listen to all these people who... It doesn't matter. It does. It really doesn't matter. As long as it's comfortable to you... Wear it. Wear it. Now, your boy likes feeling the briefs because the briefs feel like spandex. And spandex, to me, very comfortable. But I don't play sports like that no more. And I barely work out. I need to start working out again, but I barely work out. So the briefs feel like spandex. Everything is compact and it's tight. I love it. I love it. I'm not wearing, uh, like, what, what are those called? The tidy whities have a name. I'm not wearing the tidy whities, but they're called briefs. Yeah, they're called they're called briefs. No. What are they called? That's not underwear. I think it is called underwear, but it's more I wear boxers. Boxers comfortable. Why do we have to feel like we have to like wear, you know, it's just to me I just get upset. I get irritated. I'm very irritable sometimes because this, it's, un, it's so unimportant to just wear expensive underwear when all underwear is is just underwear. Like, you know what I'm saying? The least expensive thing that you own should be underwear and socks, straight up. And if you're really basic like me, I just wear white t-shirts all the time. I'm more of a sweatshirt person, so more, most of the time my money is invested in sweatshirts, not shirts. I like sweatshirts. So, I'm going to buy some cool crew necks, sweatshirts, hoodies, whatever. And realistically, all you need is one cool jacket, like a coat. I live in Washington. So, the, so the winter, so the climate, it's going to change. We get all four seasons. We get the snow sometimes. We get the rain all the time. We get the sun. And we get just a regular cold. It's just be cold outside. So... We get all of the elements, which is cool to me. Um, you need one good one good jacket. I actually need to get a new jacket. I've had this jacket since ninth grade, and it's just time. And nothing's wrong with the jacket. I'll actually keep probably keep that jacket or donate it because nothing is wrong with the jacket. It's just you need a new coat. Every now and then you need a new coat. This one's a Michael Kors bomber. It has a little fur on it. But the, I don't. The reason why, and another thing is when I put the hood on, it covers my eyes. Like, it will be right here. Like, I don't know if you guys ever, like, had something covering. Not necessarily covering your eyes, but it's in your peripheral. 
and you can still like it's not covering your eyes but you can see it like it's halfway across your eyelids like it's annoying it's an inconvenience for me so i want to put my hood on but i can't because guess what i can't see and now they don't have any hair your boy bald head when it's windy i get cold really really fast so i need to have more of a convenient hood or wear beanies Everybody's just so caught up in stupid stuff. Like, another thing. I like jeans. I have Levi jeans. Jeans are very comfortable to me. Um, I prefer more sweats. But you can't wear sweats all the time. But, anyway, so... Guess what jeans I get? I get Old Navy. They're like, well, Levi? Old Navy is so comfortable to me, man. They're actually more comfortable than Levi to me. They feel good. I'm comfortable. You know, they're just comfortable. And they have better deals, man. You get you get you get two jeans for 25 bucks. You get four pairs of jeans for $50? What? You could get six pairs of jeans for $75. Think about the deal. Think about how much you're saving. You cannot you get two pairs of Levi's, you get that's a hundred dollars. Like and I got six pair. I'm not even close. And I have, if my budget is $100 for some jeans, I could get six pairs for 75 bucks. Obviously, after tax, what's that probably going to be around like 10% of 75? I'm not good with math. I think that's like 7.5, 7.50. Let's do the math because I don't know. Oops. Yep. So. After tax, it's probably around, probably, it's around like 82, 82 it's, you know, around there. What, you have $20 left. I got a pink hoodie that I had to wear to the visual or the candlelight for, it was like $22. I said, what a deal. What a deal. What a deal. And, you know, and I, I like, actually, I like shopping at Old Navy. People don't know how to look fly on a budget. That's the problem with people. And I have money to get Levi's and stuff and all this expensive stuff. But it doesn't, for me, the clothes don't make you. You make the clothes. So however you rock it, that's how you rock it. And it's all about confidence. You know, all oh, those jeans look good. Where you get them from? Oh, I got them from Old Navy. Really? Yeah. They got pretty good jeans. You don't have to go to Urban Outfitters. Now, every now and then, I might, you know, oh, those look good. 50 bucks. I'll do it. But not all the damn time. It was going to take me forever. And I don't like spending 50 bucks on something that I'm just going to wear. Like, it's not that important. Like, unless they're like Amiri jeans or like Dior or Louis, whatever. Like, unless they're like jeans, like designer jeans. But even then, they're just jeans. Like, you could get some basic ripped jeans from Old Navy, from wherever Levi and just rock them like I feel like people we put too much stock into stuff like this because of other people and like celebrities like celebrities I think have a cult of personality like a for real cult of personality or a god complex like they we would follow them blindly some of us will I won't because I know they're just human beings but I can't speak for everybody. I can speak for only some. And myself. 
if you relate to the sentiment, then you know. And, it would, and if you related to it, it would, you would understand. You would shake your head. You were like, yes, I see what he's talking about. Yes, yes, yes. But anyway, the cult of personality, we would easily just follow them blindly. You know what I'm saying? And it's just about anything. It could be about anything. We're just going to follow them just because they said so. No, not me. I wouldn't do it. And um, I just think it, it hurts us. It hurts us in the long run. I don't know, dude. I know that I know what I got to do tomorrow. I got to go buy some more underwear and some more socks, you know. And, like, if I feel like you're for dudes, because women are different. Women buy underwear, like, every time they go shopping at, like, a store. If they're at the mall. They're going to go get some underwear. If they're, at, like, at Target, they're going to go get some underwear and some bras and stuff like that. I feel like for guys, every four years, we need to replace our underwear. Or every two years. Or just whenever you feel like replacing it. I only said four years because that's like a good number to replace stuff. Like, you don't want to keep wearing the same socks over and over. I was wearing socks till they got holes in them. Then I'm like, I need to get new pairs of socks because this is ridiculous now. And that's fine. And realistically, the more socks you have, the less you would have to get. So... Because you don't want to wait till like the very last minute to be like, now I, gotta get, now I have to go get more underwear because I'm running out of underwear. It shouldn't come to that. Like, tomorrow, my underwear drawer is going to be filled with just new underwear. And another thing, do people, is this only me? But do people, like, wear new underwear? Or, like, first off, the package? Or do they, like, wash them and then wear them? And you feel, like... You know, is that a thing or is that just me? I think people, because people are like, oh, you got to wash them. I'm like, but if it came in a package, why do I have to wash them? Like, that makes no sense. Like, I got, like, new do-rags. I got a whole bunch of do-rags with a whole like whole bunch of flavors and different colors and stuff. I think it's pretty cool. Got to get a, I got to get an outfit for every do-rag. But I think it's odd that my, I asked my, my mom and my sister, and they were like, well, I think you should wash them. But I'm like, if they came in a package, one was vacuum sealed. I couldn't even open it without scissors and stuff. I don't think I have to wash them because they're in a package. And they already probably already came like that in a package. So why would I have to wash them? That's just me. It makes no sense if I have to wash them because they already came in a package. I, I, I feel like that's the same with like underwear and socks. Like if it's brand spanking new, then you just kind of just wear them because they're not used you know no one's donated these to you you're not gonna you know that's weird but um yeah man yeah gotta get new underwear after work because um i need some new underwear then i gotta get luna some treats my little puppy dog bear my little bear she's so cute man she's bad though sometimes but she's my little bear my little bear baby and i love her to death um what else? My family's good. My friends are great. And um, that just about... I got nothing else to say after that. Um, oh, but before I go, let's hold a, a moment of silence for my man, Kaysen. And for the two friends that I lost. Um, I love you guys. I miss you guys. Forever immortal. And um, let's just hold a moment of silence, you guys.
All right, T. And that just about wraps up this episode of Sophisticated Ignorance. I didn't want to end on a sad note, but it was either I was going to hold it in the beginning or I was going to hold it later, and I forgot to hold a moment of silence. But nonetheless, um, if you guys stuck with me to this portion of the episode, to this part of the episode, I appreciate it. And let's go ahead and give ourselves a round of applause for getting to this point in time. I didn't move fast enough. I had to get a sip of water. Didn't move quick enough. That's cool. Um, but it's a privilege that I get to do this um, twice a week to, uh, and upload to talk to you guys. Um, it's an honor. You guys are awesome. You guys are the best. Thanks you, thanks uh, for listening. And um, this has been Sophisticated Ignorance. I'm your host, Diaz York, Slim, Fly Guy DY, the Prince of the Six, and... I will holla at y'all later. Peace.